Okay, everybody, I was waiting for the clock to tick over to quarter past one, um, but I've, I've noticed watching these in the past that there's just people sitting there saying nothing and looking like idiots, so that's another 30 seconds I won't look like an idiot. Uh, welcome back to uh, the program, and we've been gone for two weeks. A lot has happened in those two weeks. In fact, only three weeks ago, our guest was David Argyle. That's how much has changed in the last uh, three weeks. Um, and just uh, going over what we've just seen before I introduce the guest, uh, we've seen St. George Illawarra. I thought they were pretty poor, actually. Uh, in the end, they only got beaten 24-16 by a depleted uh, Sydney Roosters. Uh, but really, they were conceding the try in the first two minutes and they were hardly ever in the match, I thought. Um, and after that, if, you, if you're lucky enough to have access to the Fox coverage, um, Sonny Bill Williams was on. And Sonny Bill Williams talked about joining the Roosters and he basically suggested that if... Uh, if he's not playing for the Wolfpack next year, he will retire. And um, that is a little bit topical. It's not the introduction he wanted, but I've got Ricky Wilby uh, on, on the program, who is the CEO of the uh, the New York, the would-be, could-be, will-be New York franchise. Hello, uh, Ricky. How are you? Hi, Steve. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. So, I won't... There's obviously... What's the week been like for you, then? You can, Rather than me try to ask a specific question, I understand you're limited in what you can say. So just tell the viewers and listeners what, what your um, week has been like, and I'll actually hit record in case we have no viewers to ensure we do have some listeners. <laughs> so we, uh, we were approached probably 10 days ago now just to, to see if we'd be interested in, in, in helping out uh, effectively save the wolf pack and and see see what we could do uh so the last week has probably been pouring over spreadsheets and spreadsheets and accounts and pdfs and more spreadsheets and running numbers and looking at potential costs and outgoings and current debts and ongoing debts and yeah it's it's been They've been long days, and uh, it was nice over the weekend to turn my phone off for a few days just to get uh, some family time for my for my daughter's birthday. And uh, happy happy birthday to your daughter! What? what? Turn the phone um, back on again, and had. <laughs> where does it Where does it sit now? Like where does um, as we as we talk, uh, where does it we're sit? in constant. We're in constant dialogue with with the guys at the Wolfpack. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of issues that we've got uh, that need to be resolved for us to to contemplate moving forward. Uh, but once once hopefully we can come to some sort of resolution on those issues, and then we can we can look to move forward and and see what we can do. You wouldn't have to be Einstein to figure out that debts would be one of those issues. Um, is that the biggest issue, debts? No, the, the debts aren't the massive issue, if we're being honest. It's, it's more existing shareholders and, and current shareholders and, and seeing where that would be and where they would lie. Uh, so that was one of them. And, and then obviously the, the position in which the Wolfpack sit in terms of Super League and... Uh, and, and the RFL and, and the structure itself. Yeah, we, we saw a report last night by Mick Gladhill saying that Eric Perez wanted, um, you know, he wanted a payout. He wanted, not a payout, but he wanted to collect his dividend, which as a 
shareholder is entitled to call in. Um, are they the sort of problems that you, you sort of have to deal with? Yeah, I mean, how much is a share worth, I suppose, is, is the big thing. Mm. Uh, and, that's, and that's where negotiations have to take place. And, and people need to be understanding from both points of view. Obviously, Eric put a lot of work into the Wolfpack in creating the Wolfpack in the first place and and those first the first year of, of operation. So so Eric quite rightly feels like it's his baby and and feels like it's his uh, his right to get some some sort of dividends. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now now you've gone from maybe playing some exhibition games next year. Am I right that you're now in a position where you might be in Super League next year? In, in the space of, like, is that, is that a possibility or, or not? <laughs> uh, I mean, potentially, yeah. Uh, we, if we were doing anything, we'd run the team in Toronto next year anyway. Right. Uh, and, and, and the conversations all the way through have been about keeping the team in Toronto. It's not been about moving the team to New York. It's always been about keeping the team in Toronto and then the New York team occurs and comes in organically like like it was planned to do so. Right. That, I mean, I'm sure that's, that's enor- the game has quite a, built up a lot of great following in Toronto, as you've become aware. And a lot of the um, fans there are very concerned that they, they're going to lose their team. So um, there's, no, there's no talk of relocating the team to New York. New York and Toronto would exist concurrently at some, in some future season. Is that the idea? Or? Yeah, that was, that's, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, and those are the numbers we've been running to make sure that there's... There's sufficient funding for both teams uh, to make sure that both teams can can cooperate uh, and, and and run at the same time. Uh, we we're really appreciative of of the work that's gone on over the last certainly the last four years of operation, but then the the, the subsequent years that, that Eric has has put into the into the business and uh, that that deserves recognition. That deserves to have a team there in in Toronto. I mean. You've been, you've been, I've been. It's it's a fantastic match day experience. It's it's something that's unless you've experienced it, you never really get it. You never really get it. I didn't get it until I went. Uh, I always thought, oh yeah, it's just a beer festival, but it's not. It's it's a great it's a great day. It's not just a great event. It's a great day, uh, and they run that event really well. Madam, um, how would you how would you deal with though the sort of outstanding bills? Like, or how would theoretically someone in your situation deal with the all the outstanding bills? Is it, how, how is that? How does it work itself out? Yeah, so obviously we've got an investment team that that would look to put the money in initially and put the money up front. Uh, players need paying, staff need paying. I think they're the they're the priorities over anything else. Uh, and then it's a case of sitting down with with some of the guys who are already there at the club and and, and working out either which debts need paying, which debts need working out and, and payment plans sorting out, which ones are immediate payments. We don't want to see any, any businesses go out of business. We don't want to see anyone go out of work. We don't want to see people losing houses and cars and, and, and whatever else. So we need to sit down and we need to discuss and, and discuss payment plans with everyone really and, and see, see how that fits and, and how, that, how, how we can work with people to, to make things work. And it sounds like you're now nominally running two clubs. So you've have, have you had to put the New York thing to the side 
And, and at what point do you have to return to it? Like, when do you need a resolution so that you can return to, to the New York uh, project? I mean, obviously, we've not agreed to take over the Wolfpack or, or anything just yet anyway. So we're still conducting our due diligence on that. Uh, however, we, if, if, we're, if we're talking about entry into the RFL structure, we're always talking 22 anyway. Mm -hmm. So potentially I could work on this project for maybe six months. Uh, while still putting a bit of working on, on the New York side and we've got a good team working on the New York stuff at the minute so uh, the plan is to, to have the people who are currently working on the New York stuff keep working on the New York stuff and then uh, we'd look to put some put a team in place in Toronto that, that hopefully can make some things tick and, and some things work up, up there. Mate, the last person we had on the program was, uh, was Brian Carney and, and Brian Carney said his big question about New York, the only question he thought matters was, who are these people? <laughs> who, who, you know, the only question that should be asked is, you know, who are these people? You know, show us the money, as it were. Now, obviously, if they're looking at um, taking over Toronto and they're involved in serious talks, these people exist. They have some money. Um, can you tell us anything else about them, <laughs> who they are? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> One of one of the guys, one of the guys owns an MLR team right, uh, yeah. over in over in the states. So he owns one of the rugby union teams over there. Uh, so so he's heavily involved in rugby. Uh, we named one share one one particular shareholder uh, at the launch. Uh, so so yeah. So we've not been too quiet when it came to. To, to discussing people and letting people know the backgrounds. The, the key thing is the RFL know who they are. Mm. They've conducted due diligence on them mm. uh, and they've seen it sufficient that we can start progressing further in, in, into conversations. If, if these guys didn't have any money, if these guys weren't serious and if these guys weren't involved, then the RFL would have pushed us back straight away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, are, you, are you or them, are they going to travel to Toronto in the near future uh, or do they not need to travel they just need to look at various books and stuff i can't travel to toronto i don't think at the minute from the uk uh however like i said one of the guys is is heavily invested in in rugby union over in over in the states at the moment uh so he can travel backwards and forwards to toronto he did travel up i want to say march april time mm -hmm. uh for, for discussions with the Wolfpack back then. Uh, and he, he came away thinking, I'm not sure if it's the right thing for us to do. And then obviously this opportunity has, has raised its head. So he's had, a, he's had an interest in getting involved in the Wolfpack for a while now. So it's not just the last week that we've thought, oh yeah, this is, this is an opportunity. Our investment team have been looking at the Wolfpack for a while. Right, right. And, and um, um, when you go... Um, sorry, I, do you want to keep Sonny Bill Williams or do you not think you can afford him? I mean, and, you know, are you happy to go into any division you're told? Um, do, you want to, you know, um, do you want to go into Super League? Do you, is it a condition? Um, these sort of questions, you know? If it's, if we're being honest, Steve, it's, it's, it's a big selling point is the fact that you could go straight to Super League or stay in Super League. Uh, to go into Championship or to go into League One, 
we can do that with New York anyway. So what's the point in us shelling out millions of dollars to to keep to keep Toronto in the comp? Uh, we think it's it's pretty important to keep keep preserve that Toronto brand and and preserve that Toronto team, mm-hmm. uh, especially with Ottawa next year. Obviously, we're hoping for New York the following year. Uh, so we think it's it's pretty important to keep Toronto there. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's that's kind of where we were thinking. That's kind of kind of where we are. And the previous administration were very keen on um, on on getting a share of the TV money and uh, being a full member, as Ottawa will be. Is that also um, on the table from your group? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a conversation to have with with the guys in Super League. It's not an RFL decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it's certainly a discussion to have with 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 Super League and the teams. I mean, they they voted emphatically, I think, the other day on on revoking the participation agreement for for the Wolfpack. Uh, so we we need to sit down and have some serious discussions with Super League to see where they, where they stand and and their thoughts on on where they are. But I think those discussions probably take pay, place probably in a week's time rather than rather than immediately because tensions are still are still raw. Uh, I think the way that the Wolfpack, with such short notice, withdrew from the competition, uh, I don't think clubs have t- clubs and particularly Super League have taken that well. Yeah, I mean, you must imagine anyone involved in expansion has been um, set back on their heels a little bit, and and um, you know, and that, that it reflects it reflects on everybody um, somewhat, doesn't it? It does, yeah, and and obviously, I'm sure Eric is concerned slightly with with Ottawa, and and we we were certainly concerned with with New York because it it just raises extra questions which we're all right with we're, we're happy to to answer those questions but it just raises those extra those extra questions those extra doubts it raises doubts in people's minds and it makes sure that you need to make sure that all your t's are, are crossed and your eyes are dotted yeah mate um you obviously watched the wolfpack play this year um how hard will it be if you do get a super league license to put together a, a or for anyone if another owner comes in even um, how hard will it be for the new owners to, to assemble a you know, competitive team for next year? Yeah, I mean, they've, they've got a number of players who are leaving at the end of the year. I think John Wilkins already gone on record as saying he's retiring. Uh, so they've got, they've got some gaps to fill, but I think a lot of teams' recruitment has been pushed back. So whereas normally now everybody's recruitment would have been over and done with, People's recruitment hasn't even haven't, hasn't really begun for next year, yeah. uh, so there's still players there on the market. Uh, so I can't envisage there being too many problems. Uh, yeah. I think the the key thing for players is making sure that they're getting paid on time and they're actually getting paid. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, so the coaching staff and all that sort of thing would that would that stay the same, or would that be reviewed? Or, or? I think so. Yeah, I think the. They're, I think everyone's under contract for, for next year in terms of coaching staff. So to come in and, and run the broom through everyone without giving them opportunity. And, and you know, Brian, Brian McDermott's done, done a lot of things with, with one hand tied behind his back and in, in, in occasions probably with two hands tied behind his back. So his pedigree speaks for itself. And 
he was the coach who got them promoted to Super League. So he probably deserves that chance if they were to stay in Super League to get that opportunity to see where they can where they can go and where they can be. Maybe we'll move on to New York now, which is what we originally scheduled to talk about. Um, the, the idea of, I guess, the idea of entering the Challenge Cup next year and, and hosting all these visiting teams, um, that's, that's kind of... Um, is there some doubt over that now because of the things we just discussed? Yeah, I mean, with, with COVID, it's, it's not great. And, and I suppose there is a definitive end date for when the season is going to be next year, when the season is going to finish next year. But with the way that there's no definitive end date for this season yet, so there's going to be no definitive start date for next year. Mm. So us trying to put a squad together and a roster together that would be competitive in, in Challenge Cup, and that, that by no means is us saying we want to come in and win Challenge Cup because we appreciate how difficult that's going to be. Uh, but just to be competitive and not come in and, and get knocked out in round one or get knocked out in round two, that you get one chance to launch in New York. Uh, and we couldn't afford to, to come in and get knocked out in, in round one or two. We, we'd, we, we'd want a decent cup run. So the, the COVID situation has been really tough, uh, really tough for a lot of people. Obviously, when we, when we launched in March, the idea was to have a launch in the States the following Monday with the Challenge Cup draw. Mm. Uh, we had close to 50 members of the US media there uh, planned to be there. We had the Empire State Building locked in to, to host the draw. Then it was, they got, they got told that they couldn't host it. Then we, got, we, we rearranged the, fixture, the, the draw to be held at Red Bull Arena. Then Red Bull went, got put into lockdown. And, and only essential staff were allowed into Red Bull. And slowly but surely, things were just starting to go against us. So, so COVID has counted against us in, in a massive way. And uh, I mean, I, it, even, even that trip, I had to get an emergency flight back 24 hours earlier than I should have come back because we, uh, we got told while we were there that President Trump was putting a travel ban on, mm. on people from the UK traveling to the States. So we... Uh, we, we've, we've done it tough over the last couple of months, uh, but we've got some good people working in the, in the organisation and working for the organisation. Uh, people are working hard behind the scenes. So even though we've, we're not active on, massively active on social media or massively active uh, and putting things out and, and media-wise, we're still working hard behind the scenes to try. And, and we've still got ambitions. Uh, and as it sits at the minute, the stadium are expecting to host events until next March. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've still got ambitions to host events in 2021, mm -hmm. uh, but they might not be the NRL teams against mm -hmm. New York, but it might be the NRL teams playing against the NRL teams, or it might be precursors to the World Cup, or it might be long games to the World Cup, or international games, or even a nines tournament or, or something like something along them lines. And, and like I say, we've got, we've got some real good people working with us, you know, Jason at Global 13 and, and, and he's working really hard behind the scenes to help us get, get some events on for next year to, to help us launch ready for 2022. Ricky, um, you, you know, your backers and, and all that, they, um, the idea of them owning two clubs, <laughs> uh, you know, like that, that must be scary for them. I, do you now need to try to recruit more people in if you're going to, you know, 
spread yourselves much, or divide yourself in two, basically, you know? Yeah, I mean, as, as it stands, no, because there was the money has always been ring-fenced for New York. Mm. Uh, so the money has always been ring-fenced for New York, and, and that was it. It was more a case of us going, going back to the original backers and, and, and seeing if there was a, a pot of money there that we could work on to, to put on the wolf pack. And look, these guys are, are wealthy people. They've, they've worked hard to, to earn their money, and they're not going to spend it frivolously and they, they want to conduct all their due diligence and they want to make sure that they're business people at the end of the day, they want to make money. Yeah. Uh, so they want to make sure that they're going to turn a dollar and, and, and it's a project that they can believe in. Yeah. 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 So, um, um, if you, the timetable for you is, is what a decision yet, yay or nay on Toronto in the next, what, six, eight weeks. Is that, is that the way it looks or? Probably even closer than that. We'd probably look to make a decision over the next. We don't want to. We don't want to leave Toronto hanging on, waiting, expecting us to to come and, and ride in on a on a white horse and a knight in shining armour. We we want to be on up upfront and honest. And if and if our investment team don't think it's worthwhile worthwhile taking to the next level, then we'll be upfront and honest once we've completed the, the due diligence and 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 speak to the guys at Toronto and say no. Uh, or we'll start putting a letter of intent to invest together and we can start moving forward. Right, and then from then I guess that is where the fork in the road is for you. You either focus on New York or you focus on getting a Super League team on the field uh, next year. So um, with New York, what sort of structure, like... Yeah. Sorry. I just how many people are waiting in abeyance? No, it's all right, Corey. Sorry, carry on. No, how many people are waiting are involved in the New York project and are kind of just sitting there waiting to see what the next step is? Or is it all, is it all kind of down to you at this point as to whether... You... Too many for my... <laughs> too, too many for my liking. I mean, the, the bonus is that, that everyone has a current job, which is good. Uh, so people are, are putting lives on hold and, and waiting and, and hoping for the best and fingers crossed. People have all got roles and people have all got jobs. So... Uh, their employers, they've been open and upfront with, with a lot of them have been open up front with their employers and said, look, this is an opportunity that would be too good to turn down. Uh, some of them have, have spoken to employers about getting sabbaticals and uh, unpaid leave and, and whatnot to, to give it a go. But and if it, and if it, if it didn't work out for them, if it wasn't the right move for them, then they could, uh, they could return back to their, their original role. But yeah, the, We've probably got about a team of probably twelve, I think, at the minute, ready to ready to move on the New York project. Right, right. And let's talk about some of the cool stuff. When are you going to be announcing your jersey? When when when's that going to be? Is that on hold now too? <laughs> yeah, we probably look to put a jersey out. I mean, we obviously we did the two training jerseys, uh, and the Independence Day jerseys just flow now. It's been great. Uh, been a real big seller, uh, but yeah, we probably look to put a jersey out. Maybe might try and time it just in time for Christmas, uh, and that gives us obviously a twelve-month runtime on it, and uh, and gives us the uh, yeah, it gives us an opportunity to 
to add sponsors to it and and get people to to really buy into the project and, and put some jerseys there. And we're we're talking with a kit supplier, to, talking to the kit supplier about obviously doing a match jersey and doing a, a, a player's jersey and then doing a supporter jersey as well, which would be slightly cheaper. So, so yeah, so we've we've got lots of ideas in the pipeline. The the suppliers are, are great. They've got some real good ideas and and some really cool designs that they're looking at putting into action. So. And how has yes, the take-up uh, been on your on your? Yeah, that is cool. That is a cool thing to talk about. It is. It is. <laughs> the the what's the take-up been like on your um, pioneers club? Yeah, I think we're pretty much. I think we've we've sold over fifty. I think at the minute we're looking at, at, at pushing a hundred. Once we get to a hundred, we get we we've got a number of Apple products, which is which is pretty cool through the city of Elizabeth. So. So they've, they've supplied us with, with iPhones, and then once we get to 1,000, we've got a MacBook Pro that we can give away. Oh, wow. Uh, so I think all in all, they've got close to $3,000, $4,000 worth of, of, of Apple products that, we can, that, we're, that we're giving away as part of the Pioneers project. So, that's so awesome. yeah, that, that's something that's quite exciting. But, yeah, it'd be nice to give away the, uh, the iPhone and, and, and get that out to, to someone. Ricky, two more things. What is the, um... I have to get some phone cases then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, what What is the state? How is the game going in the US at the moment? The USA are all been pretty quiet since lockdown started. They haven't been very active on social media or anything like that. Um, and then there's new competitions popping up, like in California and and down south. So you'd be across that. What's the situation there? Yeah, I think they they cancelled the the USA rugby league season, didn't they? Uh, once lockdown once lockdown happened, and it's probably the the sensible thing. Uh, I was talking to Matt Bailey at the Brooklyn Kings yesterday, uh, and they're trying to put plans in place ready for for next year. And I think we're probably going to look to do something with Brooklyn in in terms of their jerseys, and we'll probably support we'll probably sponsor their jersey and put their uh, put their jerseys through our kit suppliers next year. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a, a really exciting partnership that we're that we're working on, and 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 that's good. The guys in California are doing a great job. Uh, I think it's Thomas over there over on the on the west coast. He's he's shooting great guns, and the, some of the stuff is really exciting for for him. And and some of the numbers they were getting last year for for some of their games was was really big and, and we had plans to go over there as as part of our season next year to, to maybe play some exhibition games over on the, on the West Coast as well. So uh, we're going to work really closely with them. Uh, and then there's Danny, Danny at the USA Rugby League. He's, he's, uh, he works all hours, God sends, I think. He, uh, he busts his backside all the time and works really hard and he doesn't get the, I suppose he doesn't get the, the accolades that he probably should get for, for everything that he does, but he keeps that, that competition running. And uh, it's a massive shame from, from our point of view that the USA didn't make the World Cup, but with a, with a bit of luck, they'll, we'll be, we'll be help, helping them put some building blocks in place for, uh, for 2025. Okay, last question. When are we going to see that New York um, jersey warning competitively in anger for the first time? Where, what are you, what you're betting right now? We're confident that there'll definitely be some games 
even if it's in a nines tournament, we'll have some games next year that we'll we'll enter some nines tournaments under under the New York brand. Uh, but we'll certainly be looking at uh, playing competitively in a in a in a championship or in a league, hopefully by 2022. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today, Ricky. I, I don't know if the live uh, pictures are going out, but people will see and hear it eventually. Uh, and um, and obviously, a, a lot of us, um, as you say, we, we, yeah. went, we went to Toronto and we were impressed and we, and we don't want to lose those people. Most importantly, it's the fans uh, that, we, that we can't afford to lose. So hopefully, hopefully you can um, stop that from happening. Yeah. Hope so. Be good nice. on you, Ricky. Have a good day. Brilliant. Thanks, Steve. You, you too. Look after yourself.